Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight talking ideas to grow your business. Hello and welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast, Grow Your Trade, the show that aims to help you grow your business. As always, my name's John Lawley and I'm your web wizard. I'm Georgia and I'm your brand guardian. My name's Andrew and I help trades get off the tools. Now, of course, you'll be subscribed to the show via iTunes, you'll be listening on YouTube, and you'll be watching at marketingsimplified.co.uk to all our amazing back catalogue of works. The last couple of episodes, you may have noticed that me and Georgia, or rather me, I've been quizzing Georgia, and me and Georgia have been quizzing Andrew as well about his specialism. Well, unfortunately, uh, Georgia and Andrew then went away and found a shed load of questions they want to ask me about web design. So unfortunately, I'm turning over the show to Georgia and Andrew. Off you go, guys. Do your work. What kind of research will you do on our business? If, you, if we're building a new website, the amount of research that we do on someone's, someone's business, it, it needs to be quite in-depth because the website is basically there to show the world about your business um, while you're not there. So it's always working. So we complete a very in-depth fact find all about the business, its competitors, um, who you want to emulate, what kind of sales process you go through before um, an actual website design, if you like, um, actually starts out. So, John, could you just talk us a little bit through your design process? Well, um, I have to be, I have to be uh, quite pragmatic here because obviously George is in the room. Um, he's a better designer than I ever could be. But our team goes through the design process. It's all about bringing alive the brand of that company. So, of course, it's going to start with all the brand particulars that have been created by someone amazing in branding, such as the color schemes, such as the typefaces, that all then comes together. But it's also as well about the brand values that need to come through in any website design. So how we're going to place things, where are they going to go? Um, are we talking, is it a light brand? Are we open and, and nice and accessible? Are we going to have a lot of smiley faces there? Um, or are we quite you know, white collar, quite straightforward accounting solicitors? Um, in which case, all of those things pull together and that then leads on to the design process and what we need to put on the page. Great answer. Okay, well, this one, um, often you will get a lot of clients come to you that have already had some kind of website made or maybe they've dabbled in doing something themselves. So uh, this question, I'm sure you've uh, heard a few times, but will you review my existing website prior to building my new website? Um, People who have already had a website built um, understand how the process works a bit better than the people who are starting out fresh. Um, But yes, we, we do offer a free um, website consultation where we can go through someone's existing website, pull it apart, give recommendations about how it needs to be improved, which then can set the scene for a new website. So, John, uh, I think a lot of people, when inquiries come through, and I think with larger agencies, there's obviously you know a lot of subcontracting goes on, if you like, or certainly from a trades perspective. So does your design stuff and do, your, do you build your websites in-house or do you outsource the projects? I think that every single week, and on LinkedIn, and on email, I get about 50 inquiries from people in India, people in China, um, people in Sri Lanka, all over the world saying, hey, great great idea for you. Why don't you start outsourcing all your business? To which I would say, no. Um, We keep everything in-house, and we keep everything in the United Kingdom. So we don't outsource things. I think one of the things with web design, one of the things that really kind of stands people apart is the ideas that that particular agency brings across. And you can see that in the work that that agency has built in the past. 
So it's not about outsourcing and just making it to a cheap production line so you can make the most business. It's about creating the best project you can at that time. Because let's face it, people in our line of work are only as good as the last website you create. Now, this next question that's been sent in, um, I, I think you will have heard, you would hear on a daily basis, in fact. Can you design a website that fits my budget? If I had a penny for the amount of times that I've heard that, um, then I probably wouldn't need to do web design anymore. Um, <laughs> I think that if someone calls up and starts asking about price and the first thing they talk about is price, then we're not really the agency for them. I think there are budget agencies out there who will do things for a certain price and, and do you know, a pretty good job as a starter website. But really, the most important thing is, if you're getting a website built and designed, is it going to do what you want it to do? Because it's an integral part of your new business strategy. So you need to have the right website and resources in there in order to attract the right clients. And part of the strategy is, how many new inquiries do you need to get for you to convert into new business? That all is wrapped up as part of the project, and that's part of what you will pay for. But it's about value first, not about the amount of money first. So when you're talking about the entire project and obviously the value the customer receives, um, is it yourself or is it the customer that should provide the, the written content? Yeah, that's, it's a good debate, that, in a lot of levels. Um, it depends what you want to achieve with it. Um, anyone who is new to web and has just you know, written different content can be quite precious about it in some ways because it's, oh, this is representing my business and I don't want people to think I'm an absolute nerd or an idiot or you know, this and that and the other. Realistically, if someone goes to a website, they're not going to read hardly, well, they're not going to read hardly any of it. 99% of the wording on your website is not going to be read by a new inquiry unless that person is really deep into the detail. So really, it's about the marketing messages. And most of the content is there for Google and any search engine to make sure that Google can explain to people in searches that you are an expert in this field. So realistically, we have a team of copywriters who are very well versed in this, who can actually pull out that SEO content to make your website fly a lot better. So there can be a mixture. If it's things that need the technical part of your website that needs to get Google ready to show that you're the expert, we can put in our in-house copywriting team. If you want to write things like your about us page or small paragraphs about your values, then it's probably for that business if they understand themselves properly. Very good. So that kind of leads slightly onto the next question. How long will it take to complete my website design and development? Usually when I pick up the phone and I finish the consultation, I'll say tomorrow. But if you want the proper answer, <laughs> the proper answer is that in a proper scheduled way, um, once you know an agreement has been signed and things kind of go on and we've got all the deliverables, like you know, the text and images and all the things that they want on the website, it takes two weeks then to create a working model. So then they can have a look at that uh, model. It's a proper website online. Click and play with it, see how things work. That's then people get time to feedback. And then within another two weeks, we can have a website live. So realistically, it takes about a month. Can be shorter, but can be longer. But it depends on the amount of input, really, that the client wants to have and how many reviews and changes they want to have in that website. Do you currently build e-commerce sites? And what would you say the most important things are when building an e-commerce site, if you do? Yes, um, we have built a number of e-commerce websites in the past. Um, there are various different degrees of e-commerce that are out there. So you can use something that's called um, Shopify, which is quite kind of like a beginner's, a basic style. Um, things like WordPress, there's WooCommerce. 
Um, but also as well for the biggest stores, there's something called Magento, which is, you know, that's like industrial scale, enterprise scale, different things. We tend to work with people on the spot on the Shopify, so about to say Spotify, but the Shopify scale, further down the bottom of starting out, can help them migrate onto a bigger WooCommerce site. Biggest things to look out for are product photography. That makes or breaks a website, especially with e-commerce. You've got to you've got to have really, really good high-level photography of your products in order to sell them. If you're taking them with it by yourself with a camera phone with no lighting, they're gonna look rubbish. And let's face it, who the heck is gonna buy that? A professional guy will have all the setup, will be able to make your stuff look fabulous, you'll sell more. Okay, so uh, in terms of before we get cracking on our site, now this answer could apply for whether you are doing an e-commerce site or uh, maybe just like a portfolio site, but what do you need from us before we start the project? Well, that's a very good question, Georgia. Um, keys to your car, your house, mortgage speed, <laughs> <laughs> everything. Everything so we know you're not going to run away. No. So at, at the beginning of any project, we sit down and we create a list of the deliverables from the client that we're going to need. And that usually includes things like the brand, um, different fonts, color references, any copy that they're going to supply and we're going to supply, images um, that they're going to supply, uh, video content. All of those things are then listed in one document. So it's easy to understand. It's a quick list. Once the website's built, does the say you've built one for me? Do I own the site and the contents after it goes live? Well, Andrew, it depends if you've paid for it. <laughs> the first question. No, I'll kid. Um, yes. So with with any website website that we build, we usually use WordPress. WordPress, as its own as a standalone thing, is open source software. So you can't really own that. The things that you own are the um, any intellectual property within that website. Um, the designs that we've created for you within that website. That is all. That all belongs then to the client at the end of the project. Um, things like there might be different third-party plugins which are using to make within the website to make certain things work. If it's e-commerce, for example, or a shopping cart, you won't own those plugins. You'll have to relicense those every year. But that is usually rolled into some kind of maintenance or web hosting program. Okay, and the last question of today. Uh, so we have our website. It looks beautiful. You've built it perfectly. It's going to be selling all, all of our products. Uh, if all the content on there is fantastic. But what training and support do you offer once the site is launched? Because I know that's something that people then uh, feel a bit terrified for. They, they, they hand it over the keys, so to speak, for this website. And then they're like, oh, my God, how the hell do I use it? Don't worry, Georgia, you wouldn't be the first person to have a mild heart attack when faced with their own website and how to use it and update it. But the website that we build, being on WordPress, um, if you can um, operate Microsoft Word, you'll be able to update them yourself. Um, one of the things, and this is something I actually got from you, Georgia, is, has been a great kind of revolution, is creating videos and how-to videos for people. Right, so if you um, are writing an email and it's longer than two paragraphs, you should probably pick up the phone or record a video rather than like spending hours writing it all out. So what we found is um, we can create a, a suite of different videos, which are kind of how-tos, two minutes long. You're just watching someone on screen, watching their screen and how to actually do those bits and pieces. So it makes it incredibly easy. So we have a whole library of this people need to uh, teach themselves how to do things but you know it's, it's down to the individual client some people really want to have complete control and be able to change things others just pick up the phone and write an email saying can you do this can you change that in which case absolutely fine to do 
obviously in certain circumstances there's going to be an additional fee but some people are quite happy with that well i think i'm pretty satisfied with the answers i got today i think he pretty much knows what he's talking about what do you think andrew <laughs> yeah so so <laughs> <laughs> No, John, John, no, absolutely brilliant, mate. Um, thank you for answering those questions. There's a lot more to it than meets the eye. Usually, often. Thank you very much for going kind there, guys. Um, and anyway, um, thanks for listening. Hopefully that's been useful. I don't know. Um, it was me doing most of the talking, so it feels a bit weird. But anyway, um, if you want to get in touch with the show or you need any more advice, hello at marketingsimplified.co.uk. And we'll see you next time. That's all for this time. But don't worry, we'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned for new episodes at marketingsimplified.co.uk.